Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is June 3rd. It is 1965. Imagine you are in a spacecraft orbiting the Earth. There has only been one person before you that has done what you are about to do. Now, imagine you open the hatch door and look down. There is nothing below you. You take a breath, you take a step, and you let go. You are now floating weightless around your spacecraft with the Earth far below you. What would it feel like? According to Ed White, it was the greatest experience. In fact, it was so incredible that he didn't want it to end. Ed White became the first American to go for a walk in space. This feat came 10 weeks after Soviet cosmonaut Alexei Leonov conducted the first spacewalk. Ed White spent roughly 20 minutes floating in space attached by a 23-foot tether and a 25-foot umbilical cord with the world far below him. He circled the Earth at a speed of 17,000 miles per hour and traveled a total distance of 6,500 miles. White's walk was part of the four-day Gemini 4 mission which sought to study the effects of prolonged spaceflight. The four-ton capsule carried White and James McDivitt. They performed 11 experiments aboard the capsule during the remainder of the flight, which included Earth photography and spacecraft navigation to aid future lunar missions. Two years after his extraordinary space stroll, White tragically lost his life in the Apollo 1 launch pad fire. White will be forever remembered for taking that courageous first step. And in 1864, Union General Ulysses S. Grant made what he later recognized to be his greatest mistake by ordering a frontal assault on entrenched Confederates at Cold Harbor, Virginia. The result was some 7,000 Union casualties in less than an hour of fighting. Grant's Army of the Potomac and Robert E. Lee's Army of Northern Virginia had already inflicted frightful losses upon each other as they wheeled along an arc along around Richmond, Virginia, from the Wilderness Forest to Spotsylvania and numerous smaller battle sites the previous month. On May 30th, Lee and Grant collided at Bethesda Church. The next day, the advanced unit of the armies arrived at the strategic crossroads of Cold Harbor just 10 miles from Richmond, where a Yankee attack seized the intersection. Sensing that there was a chance to destroy Lee at the gates of Richmond, Grant prepared for a major assault along the entire Confederate front on June 2nd. But when Winchfield Hancock's Union Corps did not arrive on schedule, the operation was postponed until the following day. The delay was tragic for the Union because it gave Lee's troops time to entrench. Perhaps frustrated with a protracted pursuit of protect protracted pursuit of Lee's army, Grant gave the order to attack on June 3rd, a decision that resulted in unmitigated disaster. The Yankees met murderous fire and were only able to reach the Confederate trenches in a few places. The 7,000 Union casualties compared to only 1,500 for the Confederates were all lost in under an hour. Grant pulled out of Cold Harbor nine days later and continued to try to flank Lee's army. The next stop was Petersburg, south of Richmond, where a nine-month siege ensued. There would be no more attacks on the scale of Cold Harbor. And finally, General Motors announced plans on Tuesday in 2008 to shut four truck and SUV plants that employed thousands of workers. It also said that high gas prices are here to stay and, with them, consumers' growing preference for more fuel-efficient vehicles. At a news conference in Wilmington, Delaware, GM Chairman and our CEO Rick Wagner announced plans to roll out more fuel-efficient vehicles and 
approving, including the approval to start the production process of a vehicle that can run gas-free uh, for trips up to 40 miles. But the plant closing plans are a stunning admission from the nation's largest automaker that long dependence on large SUVs and pickups is no longer a viable strategy for a company struggling to end losses from its North American operations. The plants to be closed include two U.S. facilities, the Moraine, Ohio plant that builds mid-sized SUVs such as the Chevrolet Trailblazer and GMC Envoy, and the Janesville, Wisconsin assembly line that builds large SUVs such as the Chevy Tahoe, the Suburban, and the GMC Yukon. In addition, it plans to close pickup plant in Oshawa, Oshawa, Canada, and a truck plant in Toluca, Mexico. The Mexican plant that builds the medium-duty trucks sold to businesses rather than consumers will close later this year. The other plants will close in 2009 and 2010, with sooner closings possible if sales do not improve. Each U.S. plant has about 2,500 employees. The company said that it believes that high oil and gas prices will be the norm and that prices are likely to go higher due to strong global demand for oil. These higher prices are changing consumer behavior in rapidly, said Wagner. We don't think this is a temporary spike or a shift. We think it is permanent. Wagner also said the GM is looking to possibly sell its Hummer unit as part of a strategic review of the SUV-based brand on military vehicles. The Hummer H3 midsize SUV gets about 13 to 14 miles per gallon in the city driving and most recent EPA standings. The H1 and H2 are larger vehicles on which EPA does not give mileage estimates. The brand has become the symbol to many members of the public as a gas-guzzling large U.S. vehicle. He also announced that GM has the approved production of the Chevy Volt a so-called plug-in hybrid model that can run about 40 miles without the use of any gasoline. The Volt will be built in GM's Hamtramck, Michigan plant and is due to showrooms by the end of 2010. We believe it is the biggest step yet in our industry's move away from its historic, nearly complete resistant reliance on petroleum to power vehicles, he said. We believe the Volt is an important investment for the future of our company and our shareholders. Ahead of the rollout of that new model, GM plans to increase production of some more fuel-efficient car models. It's adding a third shift at its Orion, Michigan plant to build more of the Chevy Malibu and Pontiac G6 models, as well as a third shift at Lordstown, Ohio plant that builds the compact Chevy Cobalt and Pontiac G5 models. It also plans a more fuel-efficient gasoline engine for its small car models that will get about 9 miles per gallon more than current GM vehicles in the same segment. These plans were announced ahead of GM's annual meeting Tuesday in Wilmington. They followed similar plans unveiled last month by rival Ford Motor Company, although Ford did not give details of plant closing plans. About 19,000 U.S. hourly employees had already agreed to take a buyout and retirement bonuses to leave the company in recent months, but it had originally planned to replace most of these workers with lower-wage new hires who are not due to the same expensive benefit package. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Major Edward H. White II at SpaceCenter.org The Union Disaster at Cold Harbor at History.com and General Motors Closes Plants at Money.CNN.com The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. 
If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.